1: Would you be the jerk for claiming your friend named their baby after you? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for explaining to my kids that their half-brother feeling the way he does is sometimes part of life? My husband and I are raising three kids. My husband was married before me, and he has a son, Cole, 16-year-old male, from his first marriage. Cole's mom died 11 years ago, and my husband and I met 9 years ago and married 7 years ago. Together, my husband and I have a daughter, Freya, six, and Theo, five. Cole has never really accepted me as family or the kids. He's not unkind, but disinterested in us, but especially the kids. It's not that he doesn't like kids, he's great with other kids. Cole was in therapy after his mom died, and we did family therapy together before my husband and I married. He never spoke against the marriage or us having kids, but he's not very warm toward us either. It really shows with the kids more because they really want to be closer to him. They want him to take the same interest in them as he does in other kids. They've seen him with his friends, much younger siblings, and with young cousins and with kids in the neighborhood. My husband and I don't push too hard. I'll take Cole to pick up a video game every few weeks because he loves gaming and I ask him questions about the games he enjoys as a way of trying to bond. We also go to arcades, the pool, and we go for walks all together. Yesterday, I was taking the kids to a Halloween party, and Freya asked me why Cole doesn't like them, and I asked what she meant. She said she asked why he likes other kids more than them, and he told her they don't have the same mom. Theo didn't really understand most of it, but Freya understood enough to be upset. She was crying, and Theo was confused more than anything. This all came up because Freya wanted to show off her costume to Cole, but he wasn't interested. Yet, he does show interest in other kids' costumes. I told them sometimes when a kid ends up with their parent no longer together and they fight a lot or when a kid loses their mommy or daddy young like Cole lost his mommy, it means they find it hard to let some people into their heart. That Cole lost his mommy and it made it harder for him to feel about us the way we feel about him. Freya said her best friend has a sister who has a different dad but she loves her. I told her it doesn't happen all of the time and sometimes it gets better, but that how Cole feels does happen at times. And all we can do is try to accept it and respect the way he feels. I also told them it was not their fault at all. My husband wasn't home at the time, but when he did, I told him what happened. His parents were also home because they wanted to see the kids all dressed up. They heard what I told my husband, and they told me I should never have said that to the kids because I should know Cole isn't being fully honest when he says things about not loving them and I'll make the kids think it's true when they're so little and too young to really understand the complexities and I made it so black and white for them. My husband told his parents they needed to leave, but they called me a bad mom before they left. Am I the jerk? Personally, I don't think OP is the jerk. I think they tried explaining it to their kids as best as they could, and they really were coming from it in a non-confrontational way and a way that is meant to try to inspire the kids to not cause any more confrontation and hopefully understand and accept that a it's not their fault and b that it's just due to experiences that he's gone through also hi i'm steven and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mother-in-law if she said one more thing about my wedding, she'd be uninvited? Okay, so I, 26-year-old female, am Indian, and my fiance, 26-year-old male, is white. That never really caused problems for us, and we've been together for four years. My mother-in-law, 46-year-old female, and I aren't particularly close, but it's never caused the blowups I've seen on subreddits like these and other places. I decided to include mother-in-law in in my wedding planning as a nice gesture and thought she could help out a little. Colin and I already decided that our wedding was going to have the elements of a traditional Indian wedding beforehand. Mother-in-law endlessly critiqued everything I said was going to be in the wedding, such as me wearing a red lehenga choli because white was the symbol of holy matrimony, how clunky my wedding jewelry was, the designs of the tablecloths, the flowers and our arrangements, how many people from my side of the family were attending, etc. I tried to hold out for Colin's sake, but I eventually snapped when my mother-in-law told me that my curly hair was unruly and unfit for a wedding since I decided to not straighten it for the wedding when I invited her and my sister Sarah, 23-year-old female, to look at possible hairstyles. I told mother-in-law that if she said one more thing about the wedding she'd be uninvited and that clearly ticked her off because she got up and left straight away to complain to her husband about it hours later i got texts from my father-in-law talking about how disrespectful i was to threaten his wife from being uninvited from her own son's wedding and i should apologize immediately both colin and sarah said that mother-in-law was pushing it with what she said and my reaction was understandable but I keep getting texts from my father-in-law and mother-in-law shaming me over it. Honestly, I think OP looked no further than their own partner, saying that they understand why OP acted the way they did. They want to have the wedding of their dreams, they have a very clear vision for it, and every little thing that they like and are choosing for it is getting ripped apart. I think anybody's going to be upset in that situation. At some point, it becomes a question of, whose wedding is this? this next story is am i the jerk for coming to the hospital to see my ex after her son called me seven years ago i started dating a woman let's call her maya she has a son mark he was four when i started dating maya mark's father maya's husband unfortunately passed away when he was still a baby so he has no memory of him me and maya got along quite well and our relationship proceeded steadily and without too many problems in time i built a good relationship with mark too and by the time he was seven, we were a good trio. Unfortunately, my relationship with Maya ended two years ago. It was nobody's fault. There was no cheating or abuse involved. We simply had some problems and we came to the conclusion it was better to break up. Last week, I got a call in the middle of the night. It was Mark calling. When I was still dating Maya, I'd given him my phone number and told him to call if he was ever in trouble and needed help. He had never called since me and Maya broke up, but that night, he was panicking. He called and he told me that he and Maya had a car accident. He was okay, but Maya was injured and they'd been taken to the hospital. I pondered on what to do, but decided to go to the hospital. Maya has no living relatives and Mark told me he was alone, so I went there mostly to take care of Mark. When I arrived, Maya was still unconscious, so I stayed with Mark for several hours until she regained consciousness. When she saw me, she asked why I was there, and I told her about Mark calling me. She said I should not have come and forced me to leave. At the time, I apologized and left because I thought I'd overstepped her boundaries, but now, thinking back, I don't think I did anything wrong. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Mark was panicking, and he called the person he wanted by his side in that moment. Was it wrong for me to come? Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think Opie's the jerk here. It was a very stressful situation, and Mark clearly cared about you enough or relied on you or trusted you enough to call you in that moment to get some help. They needed some kind of comfort, reached out to the one person they thought of, and OP was there for them. There's nothing inappropriate about what's going on this next story is am i the jerk for kicking out my girlfriend and her son after she invited her ex into our home me 35 year old male and my girlfriend sarah 35 year old female have been together for four years she has a son nathan nine-year-old male with her ex mark 36 year old male sarah has full custody of nathan with her ex having scheduled visitations one weekend of every month sarah and nathan moved in with me a little over a year and a half ago and in my perspective It was a little rocky at first, I've always been pretty protective of my space, so making room for two other people was difficult for me. When Sarah moved in with me, we agreed that the visitations for Mark would be held in our apartment as long as I'm home. The main reason I wanted this is because I don't know Mark that well and I don't want him wandering around our apartment without me there. When we proposed this idea to Mark, he was fine with it. Now moving on to the real issue three weeks ago marked four months since Mark's last visit. So I'd asked Sarah when he was planning on visiting Nathan. My girlfriend replied by shrugging her shoulders and telling me she'd ask. She never followed up with it. So a few days ago, I asked when Mark's next visit was and Sarah said she'd tell me when she knew. Nathan was in the living room, but had apparently overheard us and shouted something along the lines of, dad was here last weekend, remember? Sarah's face immediately dropped. And when I asked what Nathan meant, She wouldn't give me a direct answer. Eventually, she ended up telling me that for the past two visits, Mark had been to our apartment when I was working. When I accused her of going back on our agreement, she kept telling me this was her home too, and she could invite whoever she wanted, and that it was fine because she was here and watching. I told her that was besides the point, and she violated my trust. It blew up into a huge argument, which ended in me telling her to get out of my apartment. She packed up and left with Nathan. Last I heard, she was staying with her parents. I've gotten several messages from both Sarah and her parents calling me a jerk for kicking Sarah and Nathan out of their home for something so small. She's even been blasting me on Instagram and Facebook about how horrible I am to do this to her. It's got me thinking I might be the jerk, but I'm not entirely sure yet. Am I the jerk? Personally, I don't think OP's the jerk here. I mean, how much more does your trust need to be utterly violated before it is okay to kick this person out? multiple weeks they just said oh i can invite anybody i want behind your back and never tell you about it because i live here too forget just mark coming over to see their kid with behavior like that who knows who else they could be sneaking in there right this next story is am i the jerk for being upset that my friends hung out without me when our friend from out of town whose wedding we're all bridesmaids in next week came to visit and didn't tell me My, 28-year-old female, friend, 29-year-old female of 10 years is getting married next weekend and I'm a bridesmaid so of course I've dished out close to if not over two grand when all is said and done for her wedding which has been a huge burden but I was happy to do it for my friend. The bride lives about two hours away, and the other two live by me. We were all college roommates, but we all talk every single day in multiple group chats on multiple different apps. Today, I got a Snapchat from the bride to our group chat, and it's a video of her fiancé. But in the back, I hear my friend who lives in my area talking, which I thought was weird. I asked the bride in our group chat if they were all together, and she simply replied yes and when i asked where was my invite she said she came down here to get botox and that's all she said which is like okay but you came with your fiance and you're all out at the bar drinking and even weirder the friend who was in the background of the video called me to chit chat this morning for over 30 minutes and didn't mention a thing she claims she ran into them on the street which i highly doubt but also thought i had other plans which i didn't so they didn't say anything to me I told her in a separate text that it hurt me that they didn't include me and she just again said she thought I had other plans, which again we never spoke about. If my friend told me that I hurt them, I would at least apologize for hurting their feelings am i the jerk i feel like it's intentional to somehow not mention you're coming to my town from two hours away and hanging out with our other two friends but not me even though we are all in your wedding next week and have been friends for the same amount of time it makes me feel weird to even go to the wedding now like this is a very weird mean girl behavior in my opinion but am i overreacting and being a jerk who wants to be left out like that especially after spending so much time and money on one of their weddings i can only imagine how i would feel in that position and i would feel particularly neglected i feel like if you're in that area and you're having this group impromptu even meetup, i feel like it should come to mind to offer an invite to somebody else right especially if you're posting to the group chat if i were the bride or whatnot in this situation and i did end up coming to the town and hanging out with one of the friends if i genuinely did forget to somehow invite op I think I would have a level of shame that would prevent me from being able to post that to that group chat that OP is in. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling the guy I was dating that his girlfriends thought I was an escort? So I went out for dinner with a guy who likes me a few days ago. He was going out with a friend and he asked me if I wanted to come. I didn't want to be the only girl in the group, so I asked if I could take my friend. I took my friend and then we went for dinner, so it was four of us in total. At some point, the guy said some of their friends were joining. All of their friends were girls, so there was a total of six girls that joined our table at a later time. One of the girls asked me if I was paid to be there. I played it dumb and I asked what does she mean by that, and she said you know, if the guy was paying me to hang out and sleep with him. I responded yes, just because I wanted to find out if the other girls were paid and who he associates with. The girl said they'd just been friends for many years and nothing more, but I kind of assumed the girls were paid. Otherwise, why would she have asked me this as a first question? Also, the friend of the girl who asked me this was looking at me the whole night, and I think she might have asked her to ask me this, as she kind of liked the guy I was with and she even went home with him. The guy messaged me the day after that it was the second time he tried getting with me, and I responded to try harder. And then he replied, easier to just pay. I told them whatever I told to the girl, it was to test the waters and see who he associates with. I also told him that the girl asked me if I was a paid girl and that I would have never initiated this type of conversation even if they were. Am I the jerk for his friends implying that I was one? Edit, the girls knew him for years, so he must have a habit they know about. It was just a guy that I was dating and trying to find out more about him from his friends. I replied that I was one because people feel more comfortable when you tell them you're in the same potential situation as them and wanted to know if they were paid. There were other things I observed that I didn't like, so this was more like cherry on top, and I decided I didn't have anything to lose anymore by trying to find out more about him in this way. I dropped the guy as this was just the getting to know each other stage and he didn't make the cut. I think the way I reacted was a smart way of not getting played by him as he was only looking to sleep with me. He also offered to pay and called me a headache when I said I wasn't going to do it. I just think he was looking to sleep with me and realized I wasn't about to be played by him. I'm not gonna lie, the whole thing in general just is like a big question mark to me. I'm gonna say the whole thing is just not the jerk and probably should just be forgotten about overall. The whole thing just seems so weird to me. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to give daughter's inheritance to brother-in-law? so my hubs is one of four kids sibling one jack lives far away and has two kids sibling two kevin also lives far away no kids sibling three dan lives at home dan lives at home with his wife of four years one of her two sons lives with them father-in-law has said that when he passes he would like for his house to be divided equally among his four children including my hub Father-in-law would not be able to remain in his house if Dan and his spouse were not in the house with him. Dan is self-employed and has never had health insurance except for when he married his wife. He makes money managing a window cleaning business. He could have expanded the business many times, but has chosen not to as he likes to do what he likes to do. Go on long fishing trips, go out to bars, etc. He never paid rent to his dad. Mom has been deceased for 20 plus years. He is 55 years old and never paid rent or real estate taxes. Father-in-law is 95 years old. He is mentally there but has limited mobility and very bad hearing. He also cannot control his bowels and needs to be changed and washed. We now have full-time help but it was a struggle as Dan and his wife and son did not want anyone coming into the house. It's also a struggle because father-in-law doesn't want anyone helping him, but now understands that he needs assistance. Sibling 1 and sibling 2 have never been involved with their father since graduating college. The two grandchildren have only seen their grandfather probably a total of seven times for a day. Sibling 1 has done very well, sibling 2 exceptionally well. Dan and his wife have not been financially responsible and used their dad's credit card to pay for their wedding and honeymoon after some discussion my husband together with his brothers agreed to pay off dan and his wife's debt because the phones were constantly ringing with credit card companies asking for their money back this was probably another ten thousand dollars per his dad's will his home and whatever money is left is expected to be divided equally sibling one and sibling two have said that they think it would be good to leave the house to dan and his wife because they don't have much money at all dan and his wife have really not saved any money I told my husband I would be very upset if he didn't have the one-fourth of the estate given to our daughter. Just because Dan and his wife haven't saved money, I don't think our daughters should give her portion of the estate. Am I the jerk for telling my husband that he should say he doesn't agree with giving up our daughter's portion of the estate? It is fine if his two siblings want to do so, but they shouldn't be telling us what we should be doing. Yes, it's a lot of work for brother-in-law. Unless the father changes his will... It's your inheritance, and I've always firmly subscribed to the belief that when it comes to inheritance, you get to do whatever you want with what you inherit. Sadly, it's definitely one of those topics that causes a lot of infighting in family. This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my daughter go to a Halloween party? My husband, 34-year-old male, and I, 34-year-old female, have six kids. Our two eldest are our 15-year-old daughter, Autumn, and our 13-year-old son, Thatcher thatcher and autumn are both at the age where they don't want to go trick-or-treating for halloween anymore both of them have different parties they want to go to thatcher and his girlfriend want to go as travis kelsey and taylor swift my son plays baseball and watches all sports including the nfl his girlfriend is into taylor swift autumn and her boyfriend want to go as mary and pierre curry the issue has been autumn and her boyfriend saying mean things to thatcher and his girlfriend about their costume The biggest issue is that they said that his girlfriend shouldn't be Taylor Swift because his girlfriend is black. We're white and live in a very white area. She's one of the few black kids in the district. Thatcher got into a massive argument with Autumn over this. We weren't home when this happened, but when Thatcher told us what happened, we spoke to both of them. Thatcher was justifiably really angry. He said it didn't matter because anyone can be Taylor Swift for Halloween. Thatcher tries to learn about his girlfriend's struggles and culture. We talked to Autumn about this and she at first dismissed it. We pushed her and she wouldn't apologize until we had to threaten to take away her electronics. Few days later, she made a comment about how dumb the costume was and how they're only going as it because they're famous and how my son is just following trends. Autumn was talked to again and she apologized. The last straw was yesterday. I'd gotten a call from Autumn's science teacher that her and her boyfriend were complaining about Thatcher's costume and had made other kids uncomfortable. I apologized and she said that Autumn and her boyfriend had said racist things before, and I asked why she didn't tell me. She told me she emailed me. After talking for a bit, we realized the email in the school system was wrong, and I gave her my correct email and she said she'd help me get it changed in the system. I talked to Autumn and she said that her and her boyfriend just tell the truth in class. She also admitted that she wasn't sorry for what she said to Thatcher. I told her she wasn't allowed to go to the Halloween party and she told me I was overreacting. I asked some of my friends for advice and they said I was being too hard on her. My son however is really upset and says that knowing she's getting grounded for her behavior makes him more comfortable bringing his girlfriend over. He says he wouldn't want to live with us if we didn't punish her racism. Am i the jerk i mean autumn is literally being straight up blatantly unapologetically racist so yeah i think they deserve a little bit of punishment here maybe try to think about not being racist instead of going to that halloween party i don't know if this is just a learned behavior from the neighborhood or the school that she's growing up in or even from her own boyfriend for all i know but if i were in op shoes i would be desperate to try to figure out a way to curb this behavior and hopefully get it through their heads that it's not okay to believe this stuff. And shoot, at some point, if she wants to be open and truthful, at some point they might come across somebody who's a little bit more physically willing to show them how dumb they're being. Our next story is, am I the jerk? My boyfriend doesn't seem to think I should spend the night anywhere else now that we own a house. My boyfriend and I recently purchased a home in March of this year. Now that we own a house, he seems to get mad at me whenever I choose to spend a night away from the house. I don't leave often and when I do it's to visit my parents while the boyfriend's out of town for work. He pays for the household bills while I stay at home with our two kids, 3 years and 4 months. Our youngest is 4 months and since he was born in June I've spent two nights at my parents house while he was out of town for work, both times resulting in a disagreement. The first time it happened he came home and yelled at me saying, this is your home and he doesn't go to work every day to pay the bills just so I can take the kids and sleep somewhere else, he then chose to spend the night in our spare bedroom and didn't talk to me until mid-afternoon the following day. Tonight I let him know that I was spending the night at my parents' place, he's been out of town for work for five nights now, and once again he's upset, and decided to let me know he will never be happy when our five-bed, three-bath house sits empty. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk at all. I don't understand why they're getting so upset in a situation where they're not there to feel like they're being neglected or something. And frankly, to me, this seems like approaching, if not already, abusive and controlling behavior. To me, it sounds like they're trying to beat you down with all of these words, so that hopefully you'll relent and never leave the house again, for some dumb reason even when he's not there. Our next story is, am I the jerk for requesting my wife speak to her boss about having photos up of her in his office? Context, my wife, 29-year-old female, works at a smaller company and mainly works from home. They have to go in once a week. A few weeks ago, I came to her office to have lunch with her. She was showing me around when we walked past the director of her department's office. She popped her head in to say hey and introduced us. Well, I glance in the office and immediately notice that a picture of my wife is on his wall. I don't say anything but mention it at lunch. For more context, before he was the director, him and my wife worked more closely together, so they do have a friendly relationship. My wife said the picture was an inside joke because his office is right by the printer and bathroom. She said she joked that she always feels like she has to say hey when she walks past, so they're constantly saying hi, something like that. She printed a picture of her waving saying that now she doesn't have to do it anymore. He hung up that picture. He also has a picture of her holding a birthday sign with other co-workers but her face is middle so really two pictures he also has other random things hanging up and a picture of his wife on his desk i tried to let it go but i just think it's weird and bordering inappropriate like what are people without context thinking i explained to her and said it makes me uncomfortable and if she could maybe talk to him she claims that would be making it something it's not and make work uncomfortable They've never chatted outside of work and have a professional relationship, but I feel like if she won't talk to him, maybe I should. She's saying I'd be the jerk to do that and potentially hurt her career. So am I the jerk, or is this as inappropriate as I'm thinking? To me, this just sounds like a playful thing. I mean, like, what is OP actually thinking this is? That when everybody else goes home, they get out the mood lights, flick off the regular office lights, lock the doors fall to their knees, clasp their hands, and worship the being that is OP's wife waving in the jokey photo. I just don't get what violating thing OP feels is actually going on here, especially when apparently they don't have any kind of relationship outside of the office. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying my friend named her baby after me? I had a friend in my early 20s, Melinda. She was always a little odd, but we remained friends for a while. We're bridesmaids in each other's weddings. We grew apart over the next decades as our lives took different turns. We did stay in contact via the odd text and Facebook post. She attended my virtual baby shower back in 2021. Recently Melinda had a baby girl, announcing her name was Amelia, but they refer to her as Mia. I found this odd as my name is Mia. I felt as if she were naming her child after me and we didn't feel close enough for that. Plus, she didn't even ask. I said something to a mutual friend of ours who told me they also found it odd. I didn't say anything at first. Then I saw Melinda with her husband and the baby at another friend's party. She was showing me the baby and I half-joked, yeah, my namesake. She gave me an odd look and I said, her name is Mia, I'm Mia. Melinda said her name was Amelia and Mia was a nickname, while my full name is just Mia. I said I understand, but she still had to have named her after me saying it was odd but cute. Melinda got a weird look on her face and said, no, we named her after her husband's mother. I nodded and she was clearly annoyed. She asked why I assumed I named the baby after her. I said it was just a weird coincidence and seemed like something she would do. Melinda said, you're not important enough for me to name a baby after. I told her that was rude and she said, so is trying to imply she's odd because her baby and I have the same name. Our mutual friends feel I shouldn't have brought it up at all. Some feel that in spite of that, she took it too far by saying I'm not important enough. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I think OP clearly went way too assuming here. I don't think it's a crazy jump to go from Amelia to a nickname of Mia, and to assume because a nickname that they picked up and started calling the baby is clearly evidence enough that they stole your name or whatever, it's just such delusional thinking, I feel like. This next story is, am I the jerk for giving a fake name at a Starbucks? Alright so I, 22 year old male, think this whole thing is ridiculous but my girlfriend, 21 year old female, is really angry at me, so here we go. I don't like giving my real name at places like Starbucks and similar stores, where they shout out your name when the order's ready. I can't tell you why, I have a normal, reasonably common name I like fine enough, but for some reason it majorly creeps me out when a barista shouts my name through a room full of strangers. I guess it's just some, at least to me, harmless quirk I have. So whenever I'm at a store where they want your name, I say it's Tom. That's literally the name I use, nothing inappropriate or outlandish, just plain Tom I know I am meant when they call it, as I always use the same one so there's no confusion or anything. They yell, Tom, I get my drink and food, and it's never been a problem till now. A couple days ago, I was at Starbucks with my new girlfriend and ordered our drinks while she sat down. I gave them my fake name as always, and when our order was ready and they shouted, Tom, I went and got it. My girlfriend was a bit confused and asked me if I went and got someone else's order, which is fair enough. So I explained the thing to her and thought that's that but she got really angry. She said that it's really disrespectful to lie like that and that I'm making everybody in the store out to be creeps who will do something bad if they know my name, which is not at all what's happening. I just don't like when they yell my real name. So I found a harmless way to get around that, but she can't see it like that. She thinks I'm a pathological liar who is way too suspicious of everyone and I need to stop. I really can't see the problem she has. It's really not that deep. I don't think I'm hurting anyone or am I? So yeah, I'm really confused by her reaction and asking myself if I'm the jerk after all for some reason I can't comprehend. So Reddit, am I the jerk for giving a fake name? So if I heard a friend or whatever say that this is what they prefer to do, I'd be like, oh, okay, I mean, fair enough. I think the real reason OP is not the jerk is because her argument doesn't hold any water. There's no weight to her argument, let's break it down real quick. She says, oh, well, it's really disrespectful because OP's making everybody in the store out to be creeps who will do something bad. So let's say OP doesn't use a fake name and they use their real name. What does that do for everybody in the store all of a sudden? What difference does that make? Will everybody feel respected if they don't call out Tom? It doesn't make any sense. And hey, what if the 58-year-old Karen with a bob cut sitting at the one table actually is a CIA agent watching out for OP?